0: Up coffee in
1: here, please. You're listening to the Huffy Coffee Cast with Reese Bolton and Reese Jones. I want get some coffee, You want some coffee.
0: Okay, this guy needs coffee
1: and cooler. Stack. Damn good
0: coffee and hot. How's your um, first week of 2023 going?
1: Oh, I've just been like super tired. I don't know <laughs> what it is. Whether it's um, I went over your house uh for New Year's, um, and yeah, we kind of celebrated it quite well, didn't we? Uh, mm-hmm. The the New Year's like celebrations. So I I don't think I've fully recovered. That says something about like my age, doesn't it? Whereas like when we were in uni, we'd go like days and days, just like <laughs> just you know just hammering everything. Oh. I, it makes me sick how much we used to drink in uni. And now, like, when I try and think about that now. It's probably, I, um, probably doesn't help that I'm hungover today, actually. I does um,
0: I I have... I, I, I try to do dry January. Yeah. So I haven't drank since last... Well, I'll say technically last Sunday. Because yeah. we, we were drinking till 3 o'clock in yeah. the morning on New Year's <laughs> Day. But, like, um I haven't drank since then. Yeah. So I haven't drank for the whole week. Not even having, like... I'm not even having like a beer in the night hmm. either like i've been very like i don't know i just want to yeah. see how, how what like what it's like yeah. um it feels weird though, actually i feel a lot more awake
1: yeah,
0: than yeah all, than awesome I yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah so i because i don't drink as much i mean i the most i drink is like probably new years yeah but like it's only for drink socially like i don't yeah i don't like if I go out for like social drinks, I don't like. If it's like a a friend's birthday, then I'll get drunk. But if it's go out for like a quiet drink, I don't. I don't get drunk. I just have a quiet one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I hope yeah. you do. It, honestly, I was thinking about doing it, and then I had sort of like writers' meetings, which um, writers' meeting is sort of like a dog whistle for oh, I can I can drink. It's it's <laughs> it's bad, but you know, when you drink, you get like inspiration, right? Like. Mm you know, you know, it's like, and it's like, uh, you have too many. And then you just regret it. But I don't regret actually, you know, the ideas that I come up with. I, ideally I should like record everything I think of, which I, I mean, you live and learn, I guess. Don't you, um,
0: one good way to do it is. Have you got like, uh, do you use your phone for, uh, or uh, what what's called what call it? It's like a um, tape recorder, not tape recorder,
1: but like- I know you mean, like notes, isn't it? Like voice notes and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, re- so I really should. The only thing is like, then, I hate the sound of my own voice, so.
0: But like, if you do it, then yeah, you remember it for next time. Like, yeah. cause sometimes you come, you come out in your head, you know, you might actually have a weird idea for a counter or a plot, or something and then you're like oh actually this is a good idea then you record it in your, your head your record it and then when you go down to writing it then it's, you, it's got it there because then you won't you probably won't remember it next the next couple of hours yep. unless you really think about it and i mean like yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, like a lot of my ideas come through in the shower so oh
1: yeah i think it's me. like you know the creative sort of like <laughs> process is very subjective isn't it but like, oh, yeah, you see, like subjective. I don't know, like influencers, especially like oh, you know, you have to do this, this, and then, you know, you have, you have to live like this life to you know be like more sort of like productive. It's like it's totally like subjective. You can't really say that to people. Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Um, but you know, it's it's what works for you, really. Exactly. It, yeah.
1: yeah. Wherever's comfortable. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. You know, if um some people prefer thinking of ideas and like you know in last minute and stuff like that. while some people. Yeah um like to do it where they sit down and they basically spend a couple hours like thinking of stuff yeah and while people it kind of comes comes around randomly yeah. like you see well,
1: something you know um uh do you know uh, the sort of like tintin sort of like cartoons yeah it's very yeah. iconic sort of cartoons well that was created by rj uh, a very famous artist and he would literally just make stuff under pressure you know like sort of diamonds are made under pressure yeah when he was going to see his editor to say you know like, or what have you sort of like come up with he would literally on like the train journey go into his editor. He would literally scribble down all his ideas because he thought in that sort of like time frame when he was most under pressure, he created his best work. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, I mean it, and look
1: at and look at you know, hey, look at him. He's, he's known now as one of the most iconic cartoonists ever.
0: I, I think Trey Parker, Matt Stone, they they, they yeah. the Sapark episode, they they write them under pressure. They come up the you yard know, stories. like the, yeah. I mean
1: uh it was a documentary wasn't it like um seven yeah. days to air i think yeah like an episode is created within seven days yeah yeah um, sorry um uh, in, uh was it like uh what you say conception you know like sort of like conception storyboarding animation voice and then um sort of like publishing on you know like their platform all in seven days fantastic honestly
0: what um i think I think that's quite useful, but like, I wouldn't recommend people do it because you know oh, you no, gotta be no. like
1: be that, able to. Doesn't work for me.
0: No, no, no. I couldn't do it at the last bit because I will find I will find I'd be so under uh, pressure. I wouldn't come up with any anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's why I can never do the last like the night before um, essays in uni when people could do it. Like, yeah. Like I knew people who literally spent like a week writing a dissertation like fully, mm. and you are like. I could not do that because you're literally risking it then. You yeah. Know?
1: People like putting like all nighters and then going to sort of like they say, you're know, sitting exams. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You could, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, um, Hello, everybody. Welcome to 2023 on everyone Coffee Cast. Uh, happy, hope New everyone Year. Had a, happy New Year. Hope everybody <laughs> had the lovely holidays and New Year's. And uh, we are starting off uh season four of the hoffy coffee cat season four you know i was literally typing up all the um all the episodes we've done on the spreadsheet uh last night because oh, yeah. uh just to have a uh quick like so it's all in like one place and i think we've done so much like in three yeah. years um because went back to about june 2020 like during the during the middle of the pandemic and now we're kind of out of the pandemic ish and, uh, you know, things are slowly getting back to normal, I'll say. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's mad how we've kind of still been doing this podcast and we both enjoy it. Don't we, oh, so, hell yeah. you know, um, and I, I love spending my time. Just like sorting out of now what we can talk about next and, and all that. And then I like, obviously double check with you. So kind not you kind of like what we're gonna talk about and all that, um, but yeah um this is gonna be a good year because we've got so much stuff coming out that i can't wait to chat about um and also we're definitely there's a lot of um drunker chinos and kids conspiracies are are, going to be coming forward as well so i can't wait for that um before we start i just want to give a quick shout out to um the podcast the podcast nobody asked for so basically um, I, um, on Twitter, they basically asked a bunch of podca- uh, people to send their uh, best film, top three films and TV shows of 2020. And uh, I, I sent mine and uh, we had a bit of a shout out on their latest podcast. So, um, yeah, they're very funny guys. Um, and they talk about like, you know, all things like uh, TV, um, TV films, um football and all that so if you, you know if they, they absolutely laugh as as i said um but you know, go give them a, a quick uh go give them a listen and uh, they're really really funny and uh, if you want to hear us uh be mentioned listen to their top three films and tv shows of 2022 to be fair you listen to the podcast are our, probably our, our last one so it's already in there but uh i would give a quick uh shout out to nobody the podcast will be asked for and um, thank you for mentioning us in the latest you. episode thank you um so always podcasts are like you know help each other out and stuff that's quite, yeah. it's, 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 quite it's quite nice um yeah so hello everybody uh welcome to welcome to season four of the Hover coffee cast uh i'm your host reese bolton and i'm your host Ruth Jones, and we're starting off season four talking about uh, the biggest blockbuster that uh, has come out in the last couple of years. That is uh, Avatar the Way of Water, just came out for Grand Christmas time and it's made exceptionally large m- money in the box office, absolutely good, incredible amount of track, you know, making so much so much money. I think it's on coming up to one point six billion. Yeah. Um, so they may be able to make um, I'm not sure whether we make as much money as the first film, but we'll wait and see. Um, and we've both seen it and I thought this would be a good, uh, kind of topic to start up, um, season four. So, uh, you can find, and also we've got some news to talk about as well. Uh, so yeah, you can find Instagram, instagram.com slash HoverCoverCast, Twitter at HoverCoverCast and Facebook at HoverCoverCast. You can also email us, the HoverCoverCast at gmail.com. Please like, share, follow, and all of you if you enjoyed this episode, it will help us out much completely. Um and uh yeah, many thanks. So um yeah, talk about Avatar, the way of Water. But before that, we'll talk about some news because uh, a couple of uh, castings have been announced and a couple uh, uh you know, trailers have been dropped. So um but I think we we'll talk about one of the biggest casting announcements um this week. So uh, I don't know anyone knew, but um they apparently a gladiator too, uh, in the works really Scott is coming back to direct, I think, um, and it's going to be following, um, Lucia's and Commodus Lucia's son, uh, the young boy, uh, who's, ma- um, Maximus kind of saw, you know, kind of saw as like, a, um, he saw Maximus as a far figure and gladiator and it's gonna be following him um after events gladiator and uh, we got our first casting with paul mascal from uh, normal people and after son's gonna be playing the growing up uh boy i can't um, worry, what is his name yeah paul mascal no 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 the county's playing
1: oh god damn it um i'll google it real quick because i hated like i hated that the, who like audience revealed that maximus has like this son by um uh the emperor's daughter
0: isn't that is that is that the legi- is that actually um, I, is that actually his son?
1: Yeah, it's it's you know it's um he thinks he's he's not like his ah Lu- Lucius, uh, Lucius Lucius yeah yeah um, no 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 it's 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 not Connie it, it's ne- not, nielsen it, it's
0: not his uh, son it's not his son it is isn't it No, I thought that was the whole thing like. Oh no 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 really no No, um no it's from different father lucius virus who was um he was he was co-emperor um in back back around 169 ad but um i didn't know about either so don't worry (laughs) but um that's this is a good cast and i think i'm look i i am very skeptical about where this film was going at the start but if this is going to be like a sequel that's going to be following a different gladiator um but it's going to be a character we were introduced in the first gladiator then i'm i'm, I'm up for that um it's going to be interesting to see where, where this film goes obviously not my not much details to be announced yet we just got first casting but paul mascal is um you know becoming one of the biggest names in. um Hollywood right now um your people was a, a massive success very very good show and um after Sun apparently he's very good After Sun as well and uh, could be an awards uh could be nominated for an Oscar for, his, for this performance um I haven't seen the film uh that's what I heard his, his performance is absolutely incredible so I think this is very good casting um he looks like uh he, I don't know, He looked Roman to me. Like I don't know. He looks like a. He would fit into the kind of the Roman Empire kind of setting. Yeah. He um, has a
1: bit of like an aquiline nose as well, which I kind of guess like fits.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the chin as well. I don't know why that chin. Yeah. fits. So I'm looking forward to this. Um, that's the only news we've got so far. Castings, uh, but it looks like they're going to be start filming this. They're going to start filming the film this year. They're wrapping up Napoleon, which is. Um, the really scott's next film about the yeah um, uh, napoleon bonaparte that's gonna be dropped this year that's joaquin and I think, phoenix isn't it yeah and anyway, i think when post-production about finishes they'll start filming on gladiator 2. so, oh, so Ridley we'll scott get, is directing I think, he, two. I think he is hmm. which i i i actually he hmm. he's gonna be um like just
1: producing i guess isn't he producing or like a writing but,
0: credit i i i i think i will have him direct it because he kind of bring the same kind of tone and direction yeah yeah i was in the i guess I was like in the not it yeah no he, he is directing it
1: okay he is right yeah awesome um so we have like another sort of like bit of a cast in news don't we in the dune universe yeah so um so uh I forget his
0: name. Uh, Tim Black Nelson. So Tim Black Nelson has been cast in Doom Part Two. Um, his his role has been kept secret, but I think I have an idea because we in the books. There's um there's a count called uh, Count Fenwin, and he is like through him we're introduced to um, uh, Fade Wrath, and we kind of get more of an idea of like you know kind of the politics of the harkonnens and the emperor and the people Court, etc so i think that's who that he who, who he's gonna be playing unless he's gonna play like a, a fremen but um yeah. you know another great actor to add to yeah. this massive roster of great actors and actresses yeah
1: it's it's, uh, it's probably gonna be like you know people always say oh you know oppenheimer's got a great ensemble cast but i mean come on like down i mean and the first one was Probably one of my favorite films ever, right? And yeah, I, I, th- yeah. I think you, you know, you would concur when you're that like it's probably yeah. one of the best produced and best, you know, one of the best executed films ever like an adaptation which supposedly was unadaptable. Yeah, um, I can't wait. Yeah,
0: I really think it's gonna be uh, Fenwin, in my opinion. Yeah, because um, they do they do need to cast Fenwin and his wife in the film unless they're not going to cover that. Um but that's through those two cows that we introduced to Fade Raf. And it's really all about like through them, you kind of see more of the kind of the conspiracies with the Emperor and the Harkonnens, yeah um play out. Um awesome. but no, that's a good casting. And uh last piece of news we got is um we've got our first uh look trailer for Renfield, uh Nicholas <sighs> yeah. holt led uh kind of um horror comedy which follows um, Benfield trying to uh escape being um servant to his master Dracula, played by Nicolas
1: Cage, yeah. Um, what I, do you think of the like, I thought it was fun. Like, I mean, look, I'm not gonna go in thinking it's gonna be the best film ever, but no. it looks fun. You know, come on, like Nicolas Cage has had I wouldn't say a renaissance in terms of like his career, but he's he's very self aware in sort of how the public views is you know acting. And doing stuff like this, like, it's fantastic, right? You know, like, the, the whole look of him is very sort of, like, campy, I'd say. It's very... I'd say, like, the look definitely, like, harkens back to, like, the old Hammer horror. But then it, the way he acts is very, like, over the top. Which is, come on, it's Nick Cage! Yeah, yeah, this and, fits so well. You know, N- Nicholas Holt is, like, great anyway, so...
0: And I think it's, it's just going to be... a. Um, it's just going to be... Um... A massive. Just, it's not gonna take itself so seriously. It's just gonna be fun. I mean, Aquafina yeah. is in it. Um, it's a, it's got a really good cast. Uh, so it's gonna be obviously, um, it's gonna be like a you know whole comedy film looking at Dracula in the present day. You know, it's been done before, but like, it's interesting seeing it again. Um, and it's really, it's not really focused on Dracula. Dracula's really just supporting character, but it's all about. um Renfield. Um yeah. if people don't know who Renfield is, he is the original servant of Dracula in the beginning yeah, of the
1: book. He's his um familiar, I guess, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Before uh Jonathan Hark. Is that his name? Jonathan uh Jonathan Hark- Harker. Yeah. Harker takes over as a servant later on. Um but yeah, this is by the original one but Ren- Renfield. Um if you don't know, if you watch, if you watch banstoker's Dracula*, he's just a crazy guy in the cell. Um, yeah, <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's like, you know, yeah. And,
1: and Dracula tells him that he can only eat um insects, like on bugs. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of weird that it's, it's weird, but you know, I want to see what they what they do with it. That yeah, yeah. If he eats bugs, he's given essentially like superpowers.
0: But in, in the trailer, it sounds like Renfield's basically his job was to give bodies to Dracula to, to keep his power going yeah and if he if he doesn't get you uh, know get, get fed you know humans then um his power moves away so that's gonna be quite like interesting it's gonna be yeah i think the chemistry between me two are gonna be very very good yeah um but no it's um i i, I like this it's not like another typical dracula film as we've yeah. had so much of that before you know hmm. i think um i, I mean I think...
1: you know like the the whole um Oh, you know the sort of BBC one with Clive Bang? It was, it had really good sort of like. Oh.
0: The first episode was really good. Yeah. And then when you start going to more the set, the present
1: day, then it started yeah. becoming really bad. Um, so Mark Atis, one of the writers, um, and yeah, oh, he took over from RTD in Star Wars. Uh, not Star Wars, in Doctor Who. What's his name? He, he wrote um, Sherlock. Damn it. Well, you know, yeah, Stephen
0: like, Moffat, isn't
1: it? Mo- fat, yeah, like yeah. they have a, an a, an obsession with um bringing like classic gothic horror into the present or you know, just cl- classic literature into the present, you know, via Sherlock and all this stuff. They're obsessed with it, which I, I really don't like. They get, I don't really like their sort of like direction they went in in Doctor Who and stuff, you know, and like the Dracula was quite bad, I I think so seeing something like this which you know it, more in the vein of like you know um like i would say like leslie nielsen sort of like you know dracula dead and loving it yeah yeah it's fantastic yeah it's slapstick and you know i'm meant to take it seriously and that's why you know this i think is going to be quite fun yeah
0: yeah i mean vampire comedies they are a bit hit and miss but um it's quite nice to have like you know a hot another dracula storm that isn't just full-on just you know, about yeah. full on horror and, and serious and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean with Nicolas Cage, that works well because um because he can be be Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage, is shown from the um the film based on Nicolas Cage, I can't remember what it's called. Um, Unbearable
1: weight of massive talent. That's the talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I think he
0: enjoys playing these kind of slapstick characters.
1: Oh yeah, kind of like comedies. like, like, like Ma- Mandy as well. Like you know, it's, it's like yeah. a, a horror but it's like sort of like these over-the-top sort of like performances yeah, Fa- yeah face off you know and like oh, national also. treasure as well you know it's yeah, like yeah 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 i rate his acting i think he's quite fun
0: um don't know um i'm looking forward to this this film um as i said terrific casting with nicholas cage and uh, nicholas holt i just realized that there are two nicholases yeah <laughs> i just realized that <laughs> two nicholases um I think that's all we've got got for news this week. Uh, More stuff, obviously, will be coming out news-wise throughout the year. But something uh, nice to look forward to at the start of 2023. Um, Let's go talk about our main topic of the episode. So Avatar The Way of Water, uh, the sequel to um, the massive blockbuster, highest-grossing film of all time, Avatar 2009, directed by James Cameron, written by James Cameron. With Jaffa and Amanda Silver, who wrote screenplays for Milan, the live-action Milan recent live-action Milan film, and Rise and Dawn: of The Planet of the Apes, um, and I think uh, yeah, and obviously this is gonna, this was originally made by Fox before the merger, so under the Disney umbrella as well. Um, straight away, um, what were your thoughts coming out of this film?
1: Um, I'll sort of just you know give like my brief. It, it should we should we just like go straight into spoilers? Yeah, yeah. It was um, okay. So, and the, anyway, initially, uh, it starts up. You know, Sam Worthington doing sort of like a, a narration. It's sort of you know bringing us up to speed in like what's happened over time. But then it sort of just meanders into the same sort of plot as the first film, but. I kind of you know realize now that I don't really think that it's about the plot. Like these films are just James Cameron just showing how far, you know, filmmaking can go in terms of ah, just ingenuity. Something of, you know, like reinventing the wheel, especially sort of you know, like the water mechanics and stuff, which you have to remind yourself that none of this is real. Um, I'll give us sort of, like a brief sort of like premise. Um, so this is ten, years or so after the yeah. first film yeah um the rda so the humans you know have, have returned to pandora to plunder the resources this time they're trying to plunder the the sort of like the sea of uh of the, of the moon and um they came in they come into conflict with jake sully who is, you know he's now like the chief of the Omatikaya people but they fail and because um the RDA, led by Quaritch, um, who has now come back like a sort of like essentially like a, a clone of him in an avatar body, they they are chasing after Jake Sully as like a you know like a you know most wanted, so they have to flee the Omatic the Omataka people and they seek refuge with one of the reef peoples along the sea. So obviously you know it comes into conflict with people wanted to plunder the. Um, the resources and trying to kill like the space whales, and it's all about sort of, you know like trying to stop them from treating all the sort of like reef peoples really badly and trying to stop whaling and stuff. So there's a lot of sort of like environmental things involved with uh, this film. Visually, it's a it's a masterpiece, but I didn't really think much of the story. That's that's my thing.
0: yeah. What he lacks in storytelling, he makes up for in. This. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, shots. Yeah. like yeah. the Pandora is one of the most, some cargo, the most breathtaking like world sci fi has ever put on screen. Um, it is just absolutely beautiful. Um, it watching it on screen, I regret not watching this in IMAX. Um, I'm I'm glad I didn't watch it in 3D because sometimes with 3D, okay, it looks so good, but it so it can be distracting. Like I watch films in 3D, and sometimes you can be distracted by like what the one thing on in on the screen that you kind of just don't take it in as much. Maybe I'm massively old man and me who doesn't not a big fan of 3D, but like, um, but even in the cinema I watched it on, I watched it in my local uh, cinema in my hometown, and I you know still with this the screen we had it was still beautiful. Yeah. Um and even the water just felt so just just the the, the water just felt so nice to look at. Like it felt so it felt so clean. This is a world that has not been um I'll say this like this is what like this is a world that's not been ravaged by industrial action or it's like a very peaceful world. Yeah um and definitely um cameron uses the kind of the landscapes to kind of show the contrast between um you know the humans and the, the navi you know um the kind of the industrial side of the humans that's very gray and, you know polluted while looking at kind of the very clean peaceful Colourful, like you know, rural landscapes, the waters um, of Pandora. Um, every shot, in most of the shots, every shot, in my opinion, is absolute. Especially the like the the, the shots of the seas, the shots of the mountains, the forests, um, absolutely beautiful. Even the shots of the humans returning to Pandora. Those shots are absolutely like, especially in the, one, the ones in space, are absolutely jaw dropping.
1: Oh yeah, those are my favourite ones. Yeah, yeah. The, the, especially like you see, um, I think it, it's meant to be like you know, like solar panels. You see, like almost you know, in the reflection, it's Pandora. It's, it's it is beautiful, and and the whole um when the RDA arrives, um, and you see sort of like you know through like this sort of like the, the fire, and, like, you know, like it's essentially like you know like um like a Holocaust, isn't it? Like of yeah of destruction. You see all the sort of like the big mechs and like the or like the people in sort of like, um, uh, you know, sort of like in hazmat suits, it's very alien, you know, like the, the alien invaders are back,
0: yeah. And uh, I don't know why it's about, James Cameron, but he seems to a lot of his films seem to focus on like the damage, like how corrupted and how dangerous humanity is. Like, uh, listen, uh, listen to me on this. So, like, Terminator is really the first two Terminator films are really about a war of ages in the disturbing future by humans creating this artificial intelligence that they can't control that basically they can't really control and basically, you know, breaks free from, you know, it's control and starts nuclear Holocaust. Mm. Titanic is based on the real life. You can see the Titanic, the Titanic film as um, basically the iceberg destroyed the Titanic it is nature basically taking revenge on humanity. Like yeah. the icebergs is like, you know, why is the iceberg not doing that here? Well, because make kind of global warming and industrial pollution. Hmm. The iceberg is out here. Yeah. Well, um, they
1: try and they try and make a record crossing, don't they? So it's like, yeah. it, it's the arrogance of man yet yeah, again, yeah, you know? Yeah.
0: And with Avatar, it's really about humans basically, um, using the world that they, 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 they reside in. They basically destroyed that to the point where they have to go out and conquer new worlds. Yeah. not caring about how the people that live there. Um, so the idea is a very anti-imperialism, anti-colonialism parts in it as well. And you could say that Avatar's very on the nose about it, and I think it is, but... Yeah, it's very unabashed, think, isn't it? I think you do need films like this, especially with age talking about, you know, the kind of ideas of climate change and how, like, you know, the, the world is changing because of, you know, human in, in industri- industry pollution uh you know like deforestation i think you need films like these to kind of relay a message um yeah yeah and i kind of touched on avatar as uh, for my master's thesis looking at social commentary in sci-fi films yeah and um it really looks at, um a very looks at like how the destruction of humans how we yeah. as humanity are are, destruct- yeah. are destructive destructive.
1: And, you know, um, sorry to interrupt, but I, I want to like point out like exactly what you're saying It's when Quaritch mm-hmm. is given sort of like the, the speech to all like the Marines, um, you know, he's saying, you like, oh, we're going to like fight these like savages, you know, and behind him, the sort of like, um, the whole like rafters and stuff looks like a very like mechanized, like futuristic American flag. Yeah. You know, so it's, 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 not, it's not the US, it's the RDA, but it's, it's by extension, it's like American imperialism, isn't it? yeah in you know like it's like extrapolated from what we have now in the future it's saying that you know like if we don't stop where we where we're going this is what you know this is like um uh, you know like when you look into the mirror darkly this is like the 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 raw the darkest timeline sort of thing and i think quaritch is really good about it. you know he is like the the monster within all of us isn't he well he's very much
0: a general that i would say was you know one of those generals that it's would have been supportive of the Iraq War, yeah, say that, yeah. you know the second, second Iraq yeah. War because it's all about a lot of you know it's, it's really it's the, the the invasion of Pandora and the kind of taking of land is really just for profit. It's and oh, you could yeah. say it's for yeah. human survival as well, but like really, it's just so it's it's money making. Well, that it, has to you think. know, it's
1: it's yeah, it's like you know, like they, are was human survival, I think, as an um. Um, a pretense for essentially just raping this new world, isn't it? You know, the RDA is well, meant to be evil. You know, they, they, yeah. they employ like these, like it is like um, oh what do you call it? A um, oh god damn it! They they employ sort of like it's a paramilitary group, isn't it? Um, yeah. Like um, sec ops, the security yeah. operations. You know, in charge. Um, Quaritch is in charge of. But yeah, what are you saying? It's like um. This, this is this is true like um i think cameron said this hell's gate so like the original human settlement in the first film was based like um layout wise and like obviously the conception was the the us base in vietnam Right. okay in um it's it's what ho chi minh city Was originally called but yeah size as well it was exactly the same size as like this us base um obviously like they've got like this new one like um bridgeport or something it's called uh this like massive sort of one and there's um a lot of like designs apparently have been inspired by uh, one of the final final fantasy games oh really yeah that's where i heard about like this new sort of like this the city like bridgeport or something i i don't know but yeah, like I think um, it, it it's a visually stunning film, and I think people will go into it not realizing what Cameron's trying to say. And I mean, I was never a big fan of Titanic. I mean, you know, it, it was big and flashy and stuff. And you know, the who like the end sequence of you know the the inevitable sinking of the Titanic was very very cool, but the story was lacking. But people didn't go to see the story; they just wanted the romance, didn't they? No,
0: no, and and i mean like there are films that aren't as spectacular as i say avatar but need to have like you know um need to have the story and characters in order to you know keep people in the seats really yeah um but this is definitely a film that you will go see. This, you know this is a you are this there are films you watch at home and there are films you go to the cinema and this is definitely one of those films you go to the cinema yeah. because you know if you ignore if you take the plot out of the way and accept that this is you know um this is an avatar films, so the plot isn't gonna really be great and just enjoy the the you know, the kind of the visuals you know shots, cinematography then and this world then you always have a good time yeah um but obviously like there are things you know the, the plot is very basic it's like it's like oh cause basically the Sully family have now got child. you know Jake Sully and uh natiri have got children and um they have to to flee the forest tribe and uh, basically yeah. uh go to the canina so the reef people and bath basically the, the the reason that plot is there so James Cameron can show oh look this is the, another part of Pandora this is the water and I mean we get like I swear we got an hour of just like people swimming yeah hey, the, shots um, of whales and stuff I, I, like it, that as
1: visually stunning as it was you know as spectacular as it was i did find myself getting quite bored then. i was like yeah right we get we get it now you know like it was just a showcase that just didn't end Yeah, um, i mean that that's just me being me like I, I said to you before we started recording that um i could have if i was in like the editing room i could i could have shaved about 45 minutes off this film yeah easy um there was some yeah like some parts, um, the the third act especially when like they assault like the um that like um uh... it went on for
0: it went on for really long like yeah and and to the point by when they start sinking i was like this is like half an hour of yeah
1: and it just kept on sinking and sinking yeah oh come on like just end yeah yeah yeah, um but i think that's because um yeah like one of my major sort of like things with this film is that it was long i i I went in knowing that it was going to be long like how many minutes is it it's a good it's like
0: 192 it, minutes
1: yeah it's hefty isn't it so yeah. I, you know, i went in knowing this but still i was like oh for god's sake you know it's like it just didn't want to end but i still enjoyed it <laughs> it, yeah, was, no, no. it was fun yeah um another thing which kind of like niggled at me was the fact that um once you realize um uh kiri is played by Sigourney weaver you can't really get it out of your head that this is like an you know, how old is she, like in her seventies, trying to portray like a a fourteen year old?
0: Yeah, so this character yeah. so this character, um Kiwi, so she's yeah. a daughter of Grace Dr. Grace Augustine Sigourney yeah. this character from the first yeah. film, uh Avatar. Now we have now this just doesn't make any sense because I don't really um, Yeah. They never really fully explain
1: it, like how is well, she her daughter? well i think this is going to be like the, the mystery going forward and i i think it's quite simple really they they make a whole thing about oh you know who's my real father blah 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 and it's obvious right um her father you know quote unquote father is awa
0: and no, that, that's okay. not like
1: a, a leak or anything that's just that, that's just me thinking like it's, it's almost like a, um what do they call like um an anakin skywalker situation anakin Skywalker, you know shmi uh um anakin's mother you no, know, there was no father she literally just gave birth like a virgin birth because it's meant to be like an immaculate immaculate conception isn't it? like a a miracle child where well, i think it's this like is... when um when when is there grace that's the character isn't it sigoni weaver in the first film yeah yeah when she was dying she said like she could see awa so it's like ah oh, fuck sake you know they that, that's why she has like seizures and stuff and she's so like in tune with nature because she's meant to be i think like an extension of awa into like the real world that's totally my like uh speculation mind i've not there's no backing for that whatsoever it's just my no pure uh, no theory
0: no and i think her character is kind of idea that of, like, this is going to be Narvi created with like not kind of also not natural but like different different process where you don't need to kind of procreate mm. in order mm. to have children. It could be yeah. genetically modified, and mod- mm. modi- you know, yeah. modified genetically yeah. created um, yeah. Na'vi.
1: And I kind of know what the end game for the, f- the film series is. Um, If you'll indulge me with my, uh, you know, I, let me just put my tin foil hat on for a sec. One second, get it. Okay. So, you know, um, in the first film, Jake, like, he connects to the tree and he he, he pleads with Ewa, you know, to help them. And then when the final battle happens, all of the Banshees attack the RDA. And they're like, oh, A- was coming, was helping. Well, the whole end game for the series is is going to be, like, she's going to attune herself with Ewa, the whole sort of ecosystem, and the whole planet is going to turn against the RDA to, like, finally get rid of the humans. Because so you know, no one could ever harm them ever again. That's
0: good. Uh, I yeah. think. I, I think so. It's going to be like a very, like an in-game style. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, but also, they. But also, what they're trying to look at with terms of, um, Kiwi, and I think we should, we should talk about Spider as well. Uh, so, yeah. Spider is the son of Miles. That um, was left <sighs> behind yeah. at the end of um the last film because they couldn't put a baby into cryo-sleep, cryo-space. Yeah. Um, so the Sully family basically adopted him, but he's always been seen as, like, the outcast, because he's not an actual – he's not a an Navi, and a Navi – other Navi kind of see him as more of, like, you know, a resemblance of, like, the enemy. Yeah. So he gets torn between uh, – We finds out that Miles is his father and – as far as a lie, but in like N- N- Na'vi form, we uh, combat combiant. Is it combatant or we re- uh, re-
1: recombinant?
0: Recombinant.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he's torn between helping, you know, being with his father and helping his, you know, being with the Sully family. And he, at the end of it, he basically he disagrees with what his father does, but he knows that it's not really his father in this in this the navi uh miles but he doesn't know about this obviously there's mem the 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 weak uh have memories of their past selves so miles remembers basically his past and his, his child but he still is to him it's not his child anymore because that's the old miles and, uh, and this is the whole thing about this film about the new miles and gnarly miles trying to distance himself from like the few yeah. miles yeah and the scene where he's holding the skull thats it seems just like it's 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 literally like it's literally and he breaks it, it basically seems that like this is this is the weaker man i am yeah. stronger
1: yeah it's like a rejection of his former self is yeah it? exactly exactly I, that it's fascinating yeah can, can you can you imagine that you're holding your own skull you know yeah. that you're dead like you know so if you come back are you that original man you know are, like are you really you you have like this man's memories and personality but yeah. he's dead you're literally yeah. holding his skull yeah and and i i can i wouldn't say like, i can empathize but i can understand how confused and conflicted quaritch is now it, it it is fascinating that's probably my favorite scene when he he discovers his own dead body it's very Shakespearean as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and the whole like crushing of the skull. It's almost like. There I is. Don't know, um, foreshadowing there... that Ewa, Navi, you know, Ewa, are going to crush the humans. They were. Could be.
0: Could be. You, you're, really, you're really sticking to us. Uh, yeah. Idea. Yeah. Okay. I'm um... <laughs> So, uh, basically, what I was saying about Spider was. Um, he basically sees his father, you know, his this man sees as sees his father as like, you know, uh evil, destructive. But the scene where he basically manages to convince his his you know, Miles to not kill the, the the villagers and just burn their tents, their homes, really shows up. This is a different miles. This isn't yeah. like the bloodthirsty, you know, 80s style general. You know movie action general uh villain uh miles and the first film this is a different miles that i think has realized that he needs to there is a different side to him but also one that he's been more calculating yeah in how he goes about you know his his work like and um and him basically saving his son realizing that like you know oh there is something i have deep down for my son it's going to be very interesting as the films go up because basically spider saves his life because he realizes oh there's something he mm-hmm. there's something he has there for me but i can't let him die so miles is going to come back but in in the next one but is this going to be a point where the villain becomes turns to the side of the good?
1: Uh, I hope not. I just hope that Quaritch um, remains like a bad guy. Um, but yeah, more like sympathetic though. Um, and I was—I watched the film with my brother, and my brother was saying that um, he reckons Spider's going to be more conflicted because Quaritch um, knows that Spider wants to be an RV, So what they'll do is like they'll get him on side by offering his own like avatar body. Yeah. You know, because he obviously wants to be a Na'vi, but... um,
0: But unless unless they use Spider as as the kind of, the idea that humans can live with the Na'vi coexisting.
1: Yeah, yeah. The bridge, because, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so I think if they make him a Na'vi, that will kind of shut down that kind of idea. But I think there's a sort of kind of romance with... Kiwi and spider? I don't know. Um I don't know if you picked that up. Is, or yeah, some yeah. I
1: mean it obviously it's it's um what, what do they what do they call it? It's um what do they call that sort of like relationship which is not romantic? It's it's more um oh what do they call it? Damn it. You know what I mean, don't know it? It's like it's not like a um it's loving but more sort of like sibling, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um how oh, was it called? It's named after some like um like a, a Greek thing. God damn it. Well, well I'm sure people understand what I'm trying to say. Uh yeah. Um at the moment, and I think in the future, you know, as like these characters get older, they will try to develop more of like a romantic relationship. But obviously, I think Spider will feel more, you know, uh you know, more of an outsider because he can't properly be with this woman because he's not a Navi himself. So like that resentment will only grow yeah yeah and you know he's like almost like falling to the dark side then, sort of like being more sympathetic to his father well not not you know really his father but the one who has his father's memories see your
0: your view of how this series is going to end it's going to be this franchise is going to end it's with basically um Dave goliath yeah yeah it's going to be that there's going to be one you know there's going to be one uh survivor the humans or the Na'vi? Hmm. I see it's more of is the end game going to be that there is there is a possibility of the Na'vi and humans co coexisting in peace? Hmm. I think so, and I think the reason why they're showing Kiwi and Spider is Cameron. I think is using it to be like we're going to set up these characters to be the next generation because the ch- There's a lot of focus on on the Sully kids in this film. Yeah, and I did. People find the silly kids annoying. I did at times, but not like incredibly, like all the time. Uh, I I didn't. I, um,
1: I found them sweet.
0: Um, so they obviously they're setting them up to be like the main, the, the, the next generation of life, you know, of the Navi and stuff. And obviously, the, these are kind of hybrids, so they got like four thing you know, they got four fingers instead of three, um, uh, well, five fingers instead of four, um. Um,
1: if you count the fun yeah, um, they them up. <laughs> but like they uh, that, don't they? yeah, say, oh, yeah. You know, oh, they got demon blood and all this stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think this is gonna be the Sally. Children are gonna be seen as kind of like you know the idea of they're gonna be like the kind of the the face of coexisting, really. Yeah. The next generation of like the Navi and humans, and yeah, maybe this is maybe it comes the point where natural Navi cease exist and this becomes like um you know uh you know the kind of of integration of humans and Navi into you Mm. know to one species it's possible and I think yeah that is that that is what kind of is setting up because I feel like this film is seen as it's a sequel to Avatar but also is setting up really the rest of the
1: franchise. Yeah. It did it did feel like it was more uh, you've said this i think it was before the um the recordings there that this is more of like a, a filler than anything yeah because I it's, don't like, think... it, it's like um avatar 1.5 it's not avatar 2 is it This it's waiting no. for the real film to come out which is you know i've heard whisperings about what the new film's gonna be about and sounds pretty badass i um
0: because avatar 1 Felt like I don't know whether they actually announced a sequel when the film came out, but it felt like it was very much a very different, like it had an ending, beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, Jake, you know, they land on Pandora, the humans land on Pandora. Jake, we to Jake. Jake becomes part of Navi. He falls in love with uh, Ntiri and, you know, realizes that he you know, needs to protect these people. Yeah. And the humans get defeated, and the, the, Jake gets fully becomes. That's the end. But I feel like the Avatar Way water sets up really like the what the direction Cameron wants to go with in his franchises. Yeah. And, now, and and there's rumors that they're gonna be going to Earth in the fifth film or the fourth film. Ugh. Now I think that's gonna be interesting because we've only been told about how humanity is basically struggling to survive on Earth and the Earth is dying. Yeah, I think seeing it will give an idea that the humans. Could we get this idea that humans are like the evil? Yeah, not evil. but The bad guys. I see.
1: I see what you're trying to say. So we can get like some context for why they're so desperate, and maybe see
0: the humans as a reason. Maybe look at the See the humans as like we can understand why they are having to, you know, go to events of actually, you know, uh, take worlds and you know, maybe trying to push like the, the nat you know the natural people the you know, the um the, the natives out of their lands mm. like the like when you for lack like, of for, uh, for like the for the past survival it's gonna you know sometimes you need to like the i'm not saying obviously i'm not justifying the actions or what they do but like the mo- the morality gets complex isn't it uh morals get yeah. complex um and and I think what Cam's going to be doing is we're going to be seeing a different sides of humans, so that when it comes to the actual fight battles, you don't really maybe there's like you're kind of like looking human the humans as bad guys in a different way because in this last in this, the first from the last in the States film you see them wailing and stuff and and when it's horrible anyway like north water is one of the greatest. Yes, yeah. uh depictions of how structured yeah. whaling is
1: um I'm, i i when i when i was like whinging earlier about you know or, you know they just keep on sh- um the, the the scenes are quite um overextended i feel the the scene which deserved the time he was given was the when the um the rda sort of um whaling ship or whatever was hunting that um whale yeah and and the calf was there because you know what's going to happen you know that it's going to die but it was almost like you're know, just wishing that something happens that it saves them and obviously when it doesn't happen and they just they harvest that brain goo or whatever it's even more tragic And it? it it reminds me of um was it dances with wolves when yeah they discover the the buffalo or bison yeah. or whatever and they've all been left to rot or all, all yeah. that's happened is they've taken the tons yeah. Yeah, I think it's buffalo tongues. I'm sure it is. So, all they've done is just cut off the tongues and just left them all there just so to die. They haven't even taken any of the hides and meat. Well, the like, bones, nothing
0: if you look at the ivory, um, yeah, yeah, the reason yeah. they kill elephants is because of, you know, their what was it, um, elephant tusks and stuff like that? Yeah, know, yeah, the, the ivory, yeah, they just killed them, and the same thing with the rhinos, right? Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's very tragic and the 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 token in this film in this film is very spiritual so they got like a spiritual but instance them so it's it's it's, it's the, like the same way the buffalo were kind of like the spiritual to the Native Americans ravaged by you know the yeah. the, the the new settlers who who don't see the spiritual connectedness of these people and Kind of see the you know, the how important these animals are to natives. They just see basically you know money, and it's it's very uh, yeah. As I said it's very very tragic, um, and and as well as you know you the guy the the Aussie guy that uh, heads oh, the yeah. kind of whaling is like he's got you know he's he's so like there's him and then it's a the marine biologist and I I find it interesting looking at the boat because the marine biologist, there's like he disagrees with it but he's happy to still go along with it
1: yeah he well, I mean I kind of wish he was given more time to develop that character yeah seemed yeah quite interesting but yeah he was willing to go along with it so and then because he's complicit does that mean he's yeah. as bad as them
0: yeah and the Australian guy basically he is he, he yeah. likes the thrill of it. That's the thing. Yeah. He, he, for him, it's like it's all about mm. money and it's like, you know, yeah. this is my job. I love my job. Mm.
1: Um I gotta say, I, I, l- thought, I thought it was I, dumb. Oh sorry, go on, after you.
0: And I, and I love how um it's the idea with his arm gets ripped off by um what by uh oh Yeah, yeah. Which is basically like and I know uh, the Pai Kang loses his fin snee yeah. to wayland so it's basically like an eye for an eye an arm for an arm isn't it it's poetic justice and it's poetic yeah i was mean, was so shocked was shocking i was like i didn't expect his it to come i I, um,
1: I, was like, I rolled my eyes bro. i was like oh yeah that's that's you know poetic justice okay yeah it's fun wasn't it people yeah. that laughed in the audience when that happened yeah but um i thought it was dumb I, I mean this is a little thing i don't think it impacted the plot a lot but um the whole reason why you know as we're saying they only want the the brain goo is because uh quote it stops human aging like just stops it end quote i i thought it was a bit dumb you know this sort of like really like rare resource you know it's like i thought they were on pandora because they wanted um that like the mineral uh an obtainium that that was the whole reason why they're on pandora wasn't it because it was like really expensive but i think i think
0: they realized there was actually a lot more they could that that Pandora has that they could uh you
1: know exploit really yeah and I mean you know obviously they wanted to show like the the sea so what mm-hmm. are they gonna use to like exploit the sea or you know gonna, they're gonna exploit the sort of like the fauna and the, and the you know the you know, these highly intelligent animals which I kind of you know do you know, do you know like when they were <laughs> again I thought it was dumb when you know when they were like um doing the whale noises and there was subtitles at the bottom of the screen
0: yeah I i laughed yeah. at that because it was uh kate winston's character was yeah having a talk with one of the uh the tokens and it's like a, a general discussion like yeah how's your baby oh she's fine how's yours oh she's fine and i was laughing i was like yeah. this is weird because yeah. they, they literally had a you literally had a normal conversation with a whale you know like, yeah like, bit... <laughs> 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 i, I, I did laugh because i was like it's a bit it's a bit yeah it's a bit silly but it's also quite interested as well that
1: i mean why didn't they just do the who like um uh you know like psionic like they, they're psychic they can talk to you in their mind why didn't they just do that you know that I makes them even more special Cameron needed
0: it? that scene to be there so he can show the kind of how how connected the, um you know the these types and RV are with yeah you know, the whales yeah so when that whale actually gets killed it struck yeah it's a strike it's striking the heart that's basically it yeah and you and you feel for these whales as well. You introduce to I going to call them whales. I'm to calling Tolkans, yeah. I know the whales. Yeah. So these Tolkans, you feel so. There is a beauty in them, and there's innocence. It's like when you, we see whales today. You know, they, they they are beautiful creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not killer whales, and you know, maybe not those, but like. Oh, they're cruel. General. Yeah. Yeah, but blue whales. Killer whales, whales are stuff, cruel. Yeah. Blue whales are like, so beautiful and stuff. So when they actually get. When you see them get attacked by humans, it it hits you more. So you are you are feeling what the count what the heroes are feeling, and I think yeah. that's in that way that's you want one of the biggest things in cinema in terms of like make well even writing a book is you have yeah. got to have your audience sympathize you know, empathize and feel what that character's feeling.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. if a character's feeling anger, just just anger you've got to be like i'll sample why our character's angry yeah. if our character is upset if he experiences a tragic loss you need to be able to resonate with a character's yeah. tragic loss yeah. so that's that that kind of sequence cam done really well and, and, and i agree and, and he does it he does make these characters um you, your audience and us feel for the darvi
1: yeah They're, um, yeah, I mean, I would have done it a bit different, but I I think, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not a hyper successful director of like this film. You know, I think he's done a good job, you know, and like, uh, they filmed a lot of it, like in water, these sort of like underwater cameras, and filming in water automatically makes like a production like 10 times harder. You know, this is why like, um, uh, the The Abyss, you know, James Cameron, um, was so hard to film. It was it was a, a disaster. Um, I read like articles like people still have like trauma from filming on that set, and that was like in the eighties, I think. And it, at the I end mean, of the it, day, it, The Abyss is a is a phenomenal the thing, film. Is, the thing.
0: Is It's like the technology was different back then, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, I like, think a
1: lot of people involved have learnt and you know to t- how yeah. to film like it yeah more efficiently or just safer and better because you know. James Cameron, like I'm sure he said in like articles or whatever, he's obsessed with, like, water. I love, That's just yeah. his thing. So, you know, bring it... I think it was in, like, the first film. Um, Jake sort of falls into the river, and then he jumps off the sort of, like, um, the waterfall to run from that, like, um, one of the predators in the jungle. And sort of, like, you know, you only had that sort of, like, that little showcase of like water mechanics it wasn't like a lot whereas now the majority of the film it films you know in this sort of like hyper realistic water and it looks real um i'm just trying to think of like i mean like
0: filming underwater has, has actually it has been very very, 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 very revolutionary for yeah yeah cinema. i mean you've got black panther kind of whatever, came out um last year Mah- uh, water sequences. You also got Aquaman. You know how water sequences. Yeah. Even Dunkirk. You know Christopher Nolan booked an IMAX camera, filming underwater. So, you know, the, the, the there's no limits to to uh, cin- you know direction, isn't it? Or like yeah. filmmaking. Um, but I think Avatar has shown that like this is the best we've seen. Like water, <laughs> like the under like the sea. And, you know, the oceans and water betrayed on, underwater betrayed on screen. Like, yeah. ever. Like, nothing could yeah. top this uh, right now.
1: Mm. Um, um, I mean, I've got to say like, probably one of my favourite aspects of this film was probably Stephen Lang's performance. Um, I mean, people don't really give him, like, his due in, like, the first film. He was, yeah, he wasn't, like, the best, you know, written villain. He was, he was evil for the sake of being evil, right? But I mean, he still gave a cracking performance. You, he was huge, wasn't he? I'm, i not sure if he put on like weight for the actual like, um, uh, like for the role. But he was like, he's believable as this sort of like aging like battle commander who is just all he's known is war, and he does come across as the sort of like, um, I forget the character's name, but you know, like Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: absolutely like batshit insane. But he's allowed to like, you know, he's has so much power and authority. Over like these people and people suffer for it. Isn't it? You anyway, know, he tries to like use Jake. But then um, you know what I'm trying to say is in this film as well, he's given more depth. Arguable, you know, he's not the same character, but in the in a way, they've done a good thing because that character, yeah, he was evil for the sake of being evil, but now this character's not him. Stephen Lang's playing another character. And I, I, I really did enjoy Stephen Lang, actually, in this him like the, you know, like the quote you know, like you know we we failed so as punishment we've been brought back in the form of our enemies that is that is profound isn't it like he he does make your blood boil you know he does like you know like um i like
0: happen, how they bought you know i like how they brought everyone always go back and they'll just die yeah.
1: again <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but, but, but does that mean they can just be brought back again that's right? the thing it's yeah like... they're recoms they're not real they're not real people <laughs> yeah but like it, yeah
0: the thing is though is their memories just put into this one navi avatar
1: or yeah is it
0: just it, it's literally still there and they keep can bring them back whenever they want well because that
1: um is... they, they could just lie to them couldn't they they could just bring them back again and say oh you know they, they're still the first recon they could okay. they just don't tell them about it can you okay. imagine that because their yeah. they, memories haven't been recorded only up until the point. That the human bodies had memories because remember yeah. um when stephen lang and um uh uh giovanni Rabizzi's character they show a little like it almost looks like a, looks like a pen drive so it, it, it it's it,
0: the, the idea is like that what constitute as kind of human isn't it so yeah yeah is if you're able to be brought back and your body's just your memories are stored in in there like it gives you and you can be brought back if wherever you are, you know avatar dies and stuff that talks a lot about consciousness and yeah. whether you truly are living
1: yeah yeah like you know, if you're brought back are you actually live be party, yeah you know yeah are, are you you or are you a robot yeah it's, it's, yeah exactly it's, uh, I mean pr- probably like James Cameron was playing the Force Unleashed 2 when he wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Not the best game but uh yeah. Um, um... oh sorry go on.
0: I'm going to talk about Steven Lang quickly because yeah. in the first film he he's very much like an 80s action villain. Yeah. So yeah. he reminds me of like a like a Rambo villain, isn't it? Like yeah. there's a um he's just evil for the sake of you know he's he's um because he's evil you know and uh, he's very much like i feel he's very much like one of these old-time war generals that following the vietnam war they they took the loss badly so they want to make america great again you know make human humanity great again since so it's like it's always like he's always trying to prove and do better and that's what and the idea is this is the failure never left him and in this film, he's seen how he died uh, before. Yeah. And in a way, like, he's trying to take revenge on, on on Jake Sully because yeah. he killed him. And because Jake still, you know, his eyes betray the human race. But to him, like, also, he's seen that I failed last time. I can't fail again. You know, this yeah. kind of... It's quite toxic masculinity in a way that he's trying, not. you know, he cannot he doesn't want to fail and he he doesn't care what would get his way as long as he doesn't fail um and um and bringing in spider him realizing that like okay maybe you know there, there, there's more to it than just like revenge and stuff like that like of course he wants revenge yeah but his kind of hunt for revenge has seen him see opened up his eyes to kind of more than what he would he would have seen if he was a human. Mm. If they both see him lying back as a human in this film,
1: he oh, would still be the same character
0: as the last... He would still be the same character from the last film. He would just yeah. be repeating himself yeah. and just be the reuse of the character. Yeah. And I mean, I guess... There'd be no development. It
1: goes against the grain of like, oh, you know, bringing back like you know a, a famous, like a, a fan-favorite villain just for the sake of bringing him back yeah and like yeah as you said like this arguable it's that no this isn't the same character and and the audience it believes that because the character looks different as well
0: whether they're going to low-key his character and you, you, when you mean by, um, by Loki, yeah means, yeah you know he, he turns up as a villain and then realizes that he's still mischievous and still a villain but also he helps out the heroes as well maybe well, that might happen.
1: Uh, maybe you he just know. becomes a deuteragonist you know you know you're know, like a protagonist Unless... is to know yeah you know it's like yeah he's still sort of like bad but he's not you know wholly as bad as like yeah. the original quaritch was yeah um, yeah one thing i liked as well was like this shows like a i mean a, a darker edge to uh, nitiri she wasn't really given that much to do with this film which kind of makes me think that um zoe's heldana's sort of like um her like schedule was like you know conflicting so she didn't have that much to like film
0: to you fair jake didn't have much to do either yeah um, it's more about the, the kids isn't it you know yeah. i understand
1: that but um yeah we we didn't really get much from Nitiri, which is a shame but um you know we do see a, a really dark edge with her relationship to spider which i kind of i like the the decision to not resolve their issues by the clause of this film I kind of like that they still have these issues going into the next film you know whether or not it's going to get worse or if it's going to be resolved i i, I like uh, that they have this like strained relationship
0: the thing is uh, the theory is like fully Narvi,
1: yeah yeah so
0: she i think deep down she sees spider are still like the people that burnt down her tree and yeah. killed her people yeah so and she's I think reminded of that every single is, time she looks at him yeah so there's a resentment there uh, and it's hard for Spider because he's trying to prove his worth, isn't it? And the children, yeah. are ha- you know, the children, kind of seem as well one their own. I feel there are yeah. times where like it feels like the family just don't give it, don't give a shit about Spider. <laughs> you know, when he gets yeah. captured, they're like, oh, yeah, they just leave. Him. Taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> And then when he, when he when, and then when he like appears, they're like, Oh, you're here. Oh, good, we can rescue yeah. you oh, as well. you know, it's like,
1: Yeah, we came to rescue you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. it's like last minute, you know, it's like so I want to see that deepen. And I think because of the death of um uh Nateen Yama, the oldest son. Yeah, Nityan, the oldest son, there still could be some bad resentment there because to her he is gonna be uh, it's just gonna be another thing to add to, you know, like why she doesn't she's gonna hate him or despise him. And, mm. you know, her going around murdering people is very much like, you know, what a, like you know, a mother would do, wouldn't it? Like, you know, um, you hurt one of you know her cubs, she's going to take revenge. Yeah. Um and I felt like his death was. People would disagree with me. I think it should have happened in this film. I think it should have happened in the next film. I think having a death in the family shouldn't have been in this film. I think it should have happened later on. Have a full on like maybe start up. Maybe it'd be the death in the first in the next film and have that kind of be one of the major kind of you know points yeah. in the in the, sto- in the story for the next film. But having it here. Just felt like this added something else that well we really need to be
1: yeah they, they'd be going forward now we sort of like you know maybe not traumatized because nata has been you know essentially like saved into like the matrix isn't it you know with like the tree and all that um but i did kind of think you know i'm not i'm not just trying to say oh you know hindsight's 2020 but i did think at the time that we're not really getting a lot of nata we're not getting you know yeah he's just there like in the background we're not really getting a lot of development it was focused more on Loak, wasn't it, and like his relationship with the um, the uh, Tolkien and stuff, um, and and a bit of uh, Kiri as well, you know. So I I don't really think like you know it was sad, but it wasn't that that sad that Nataem died because it, we don't really see a lot of him in the film.
0: No, and it, it was it, more it felt, sort of
1: his relationship with um, with Loak.
0: It felt really like a death. We open oh, a a death of a, of a hero just to yeah, shove, shove yeah. In. and i don't yeah. like it when films do that for the sake of having the hero death for it doesn't add to the development of yeah. our characters or the plot it's just an, oh mm. we need to have a death because we need to well it, it um, was to
1: spur uh jake on wasn't it it was to confront quaritch that was the whole reason for his but death. he was
0: good he was going to confront him anyway
1: yeah I, that's I, yeah that's thing. what i mean because they they needed some sort of like yo know, i mean if, you know if anything like it hadn't balanced Natiri. so you know making her you know oh she gets really sort of like you know fiery at the end she was already fiery you know they didn't have to do that to the character. yeah
0: yeah she's she's already still killing humans but you know yeah. But, but, yeah. But then it's, it's like she decides oh i'm gonna be a pacifist and then that so <laughs> uh, she goes back yeah.
1: to yeah, yeah that's uh i i just feel they they needed to have like this idea that you know oh they, they're really happy with like all like these kids and you know it's taken from them you know this is this is what like the the enemies are doing you know, look how bad the enemies are I, I i never you know this is like maybe uh you know like a studio decision that you know there needs to be some tragedy in there as well i don't know i just kind of didn't really feel that sad, yeah it felt know?
0: very forced that's the thing it didn't yeah. really earn like and also yes you said he, he's not really part he's just there isn't he he pops yeah. in out of scenes yeah and so when he dies, you don't yeah. really feel that if it was Lorak that dies,
1: then it'd yeah, yeah.
0: be fed up because you yeah. follow that character. You no, know,
1: cause because we've seen him, you know, like develop that friendship with the Tolkien and stuff. But you know, he was is, nice, from there
0: The problem is now they can't really keep killing off more sunny children because they've already done it, have they?
1: Yeah, they want to like, another one. Yeah. If they do a
0: third next film they kill our sunny children, it's just gonna be like, well, what's going on? No, right? they you won't.
1: Know? Maybe they'll kill off one of the um uh Metkaina sort of kids. You know but i don't know yeah. the, the story wouldn't allow it i don't think um but
0: but look yeah. loak is loak he's the sec he's the second son so he's kind of like the middle child and he spare he he is seen as trying to prove himself and come, yeah. uh, get out of his brother's shadow yeah. and if I do that he comes in, into conflict with his father and it's really him trying to prove to his to his father and he does that at the end hmm. but it's I think it's. I think obviously this the, the reason this character has been focused a lot on because this character's kind a major role in the sequels coming yeah. ahead. Yeah. Um I don't know what it's going to be. He could. He could be the one that unites all of Pandora against the humans. You know. Because hmm. I don't think would they kill off Jake Sully in a, in a like a future yeah. film? I wouldn't would really it mind.
1: I wouldn't really. Oh, I- I I would mind Terry, because she's a good character, like especially in the first one. But um, I wouldn't really mind if Jake Sully was killed off because
0: of Avatar, you can kill off the main character and people still go see the film. It's like it's just not one of those films that like you need to yeah you go you go to watch because Sam Worthington's in it. You know, and I I, I think yeah. Sam Worthington's a good actor. Yeah, but like not the common audience doesn't really know who he is. Mm.
1: Well. He? Now they've brought in like recoms and all this stuff. They've sort of—it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. They could literally say, like, you know, as a retcon, right? They could say that, oh, you know, we we stored Jake's memories as soon as he arrived on Pandora in the first place. Let's bring him back, you know, make him a recom for us, and just say that, you know, oh, these savages, you know, like oh, they're killing people, and he comes up against the real Jake Sully in the um in the avatar body.
0: <laughs> that that would be interesting.
1: That's the that's plot really of uh, like Altered Carbon, I think, like, season two. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's a good idea, but it's something that could happen, right? Because you can get, like, you know, Sam Worthington getting twice as much screen time, so he'd love it. You know, being friendly with Quaritch, Like, and we could see what would happen if originally he would have been, you know, one of Quaritch's sort of, like, little, like, um, errand boys versus what really happened. I think it would be, you know, it's quite interesting. Again, I don't know if it's a good idea or not. I personally wouldn't write that, but well, let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with James Cameron and are the two main leads, because you know, two, because he no. can't. Well to be he, he, he can he yeah. can. He can make an he could you know he can kill off Zoe Zandal and Sam Worth, and The film will still make need two billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean so who who
1: would who would really be sad if Jake Sully died, honestly?
0: Like Robert Down Jr.'s character died in Iron Man in, in Endgame. And yeah. in phase but that's four, only this, because it was his performance, still, wasn't it? Yeah, that this made
1: still, Iron Man. yeah.
0: But you know, he's not he's not been Iron Man in phase four, and that film is those films are still profitable.
1: Yeah, well, it has, like, the Marvel brand on it, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, same thing with DC, same thing with Star Wars. Yeah. Um, You don't need to have Luke Skywalker to make Star Wars successful. Um, Hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm just wondering where that's going to go, really. Um, What else was going to put up? Yeah, talk about um, about the team. um, uh, What do you think of the the Met Kaina? The reef people Re-
1: really cool i like how the design is really cool yeah you can tell the difference between like the i guess the tree people and the uh the reef people yeah like the um yeah like they're more not like um sort of like celeste blue they're more like teal i guess yeah um and obviously like the, you know they've evolved a bit so they have stronger tails to swim in water like massive like thin like forearms so it's like you know, they're in the middle of like developing proper fins. It's interesting, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's um you could tell they adapted they've adapted their bodies adapted to like yeah to the where they live, the climate, you know, it's like they develop fins and stuff like that. The tails yeah. are different tails. They still like you know, they still have that connection with the little thing in the back of the tails and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, the but key it's, Yeah, yeah it's a it, it adds another like let like more to kind of like you know the kind of the, the Narvi species really they're not yeah. all the same they're very different and apparently they're gonna have the fire version of Narvi, the next What? yeah the Ash so tribe
1: yeah
0: so it's also it's gonna be interesting to see how that's gonna play up but also again i'm mm-hmm. thinking are they trying are they trying to copy the try the uh, avatar i'll bender having the fire tribe the Probably. forest tribe and yeah. the water tribe you know yeah. Um, all
1: nations were at peace until the fire nation attacked yeah
0: yeah so um I think they could be the villains maybe I mean if it's fire I think this, 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 this gonna they're gonna be seen as they're gonna be like you know the the very hostile Navis, aren't they yeah
1: yeah let's, let's see what happens I guess
0: yeah hmm. um no but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of uh, of this species of this you no know, this version of uh, the Navi as well um, and obviously at the end of the film they the uh, Sullys are allowed to stay and exist with um, the Reef People clan, so it, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes really um, and with Miles, do you know what's going to happen is he going to return back and maybe be stripped of his of his position because he failed to kill Jake, yeah. because Eddie Falco's character, the general, yeah I, yeah. I, I love Eddie Falco because she, you know, she some sopranos and all that. And she plays like a I think she plays a really good general, like, you know, like a, yeah, a woman she's good. in a position of power, you know, like so is she gonna is she gonna strip Mars of his role because she wanted Jake Sally so killed as well, because he is like the kind of the freedom, the the head of the freedom fighters, you know, the yeah. the, rebellion, the rebellion against the, the human evasion. So he's come back defeated again will she strip him of his power and banish him or
1: you, know, you, you never know where this is going mm. to go yeah I I don't know what's gonna happen with that really um, I'm,
0: I'm not gonna head to um Avatar 3. yeah so um this film okay so this film was on a budget of 350 to 460 million dollars wow and that's not included marketing Mm. Uh, the box office is currently at 1.558 billion. So it's wow. overtaken Top Gun Maverick as the highest grossing film of 2022. Um, nice. It's the ninth highest grossing film of all time. Um, and it's uh, crossed the billion dollar mark in 14 days. Um, so look at the sequel. It's impressive. So, yeah. yeah. So look at Avatar 3. Um, apparently, the rumors are it's going to be Avatar. The seed bearer that's a bit um possible type for the film uh you know most, most of the cast are kind of back uh we have some uh new characters uh a- actresses and actors joining so david through F- is going to be an unnamed navi oh nice uh we chaplin and michelle yo going to be playing uh uh the Narvi and dr Karina Moog a human scientist Uh, There's not much more uh, information about what the film was going to be about. And if we look at uh, Avatar 4, uh, we could be getting the, yeah, pretty much like the same characters are going to be coming back. Um, So it's going to see where where this is going. But I don't want to be films to be fillers. That's the thing. I don't want them to be fillers and have like the last two films be like, okay, you know, things are going to kick off. I don't want it to all be like fillers that, because then it'd be important. like, well, why are you making like five films? Yeah. And there's a possibility he might make more, more, more than more than five films. Uh, but apparently, um, I'm just looking up here. So um, most of the Avatar 3s have been filmed. So, and I don't think, um, and uh i think they started working on avatar four now so um, uh and five as well so i mean they spent like this last 10 years focused on these films so i think we're definitely going to get one in, the next, in two years time but this is going to be the next the next christmas uh, films for every two years coming up um and also, we have got Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, the new Ubisoft game coming out. That's going to be, you know, be, open world adventure of uh, the Darvi Pandora. So we're going to see a lot more kind of that lore and the world explored further and delved into more. I'm looking forward to this. I mean, the world is beautiful. I mean, if you take the, if you just don't go in thinking that the plot is going to be, you know, Shakespearean, yeah. then it's fine because it's not it's not it's not oscar-nominated screenplays it's it's a um, it's an oscar-nominated film but it's not Oscar screen screenplays yeah uh right it but it's it's still a very very great really really good film um there are some moments which i think is, you know, there are some big dumb decisions that happen in the film again part of the plot like the scientists the, two, the navi scientists and the other human scientists go into um go into the, the um the reef, when, uh, Oh, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, where the Kiri's character is, you know, is, is, is basically in the uh, in a coma, I think, or she's when she's ill, and they somehow decide to take one of the human choppers, which is very dumb because then the humans could be able to track where they are based on that. It's dumb yeah. Like that, so you know. But, um, have you got any more thoughts about Avatar the Waywater?
1: Um, I mean, I didn't enjoy. Sorry, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, but you know, I wasn't like hyped at all to see it. It was very fun to like watch, but I mean, apart from like the visuals, yeah, I think like the story and you know, I was very forgettable. that some yeah, as you said, some dumb moments. But you know, I probably watch the next film. I want to see what happens. You know, I want to, I want to see more of this world, and I kind of like that. It looks like he's gonna, he's not. You know, gonna try and show us the same things over and over again. We are gonna get different things. You know, like as that, the the Fire Nation or whatever. Like next time. You know, so yeah, like let's let's have a look to see what's what's in store for Pandora. And yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. I, w- I wouldn't say like oh this is shit. You know, oh, no, oh it's no, terrible. You know, no, it's no, good. No. Yeah. No. Um.
0: um okay. With ratings time. How would you rate this from our ten?
1: Ah. Uh, um. I mean, come on, you know, if if I was purely gonna rate this on like a a visual, like aesthetic sort of like basis, it'd be a ten out of ten, right? It's a visual masterpiece, but in general, general, so I am gonna like overall, yeah, yeah. um, seven out of ten. I'm gonna give it an eight
0: out of ten. Um, You know, obviously, the writing isn't the best. Yeah, But I do like the themes, though, of the films, trying to yeah. just
1: say, but I just and the visuals are I don't see myself like, watching it a lot, you know? Because it's long, isn't it? It's a like commitment. Yeah. I don't see myself it's a, going, it's, it's you know length, what? I fancy it's, watching Avatar 2 again, you it's,
0: know? It's, it's the length of Return of the King, but I was saying to my friends, Return of the King, every scene was, like, important. Yes, the yeah. There's a reason why the runtime had to be that runtime. Whilst we're here, the are scenes that they could have cut out and made this maybe two hours and 40 minutes.
1: Yeah. Maybe they're, like, leaner and then tighter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the third act went on for so long. And yeah, I, it and dragged.
1: They,
0: yeah. I don't know whether they had to... It felt like... The, were they really sticking to the three-hour, 12-minute runtime? Or, you know, it's like... Say, I'm surprised they didn't cut it down. Well, apparently, filmed nine hours of Avatar 3, so... That's going to be Jesus. the longest uh, movie ever, nine hours in the cinema. Oh
1: my god! We'll have to Which get like I've... sleeping bags or something.
0: Which I've done it before, but nine hours? I'll do it for twenty-four hours, not nine hours.
1: <laughs> that's like no, if you if you want to sleep or something. It's exhausting watching. Films. Yeah, that's like, that's <laughs> like
0: from that's from ten a.m. to seven p.m. You're gonna have a nap
1: between all yeah, that. Yeah, in between
0: uh, features. Oh god, you're your son's so old now. <laughs> I am old. <laughs> You're gonna go for your afternoon Sunday nap afterwards, too. Oh yeah. Like, how, how do
1: you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean ugh, like come on, like this this film I, I I probably won't do like a marathon like that. No. Cause it's just it's I, not um, my favorite of worlds. You know
0: I saw a review of this film and yeah. it said Top Maverick," brought people back to the cinema. Yeah. Avatar: The Way of Water kept them in the cinema. Ah,
1: you know, so... I, I saw um, I saw a, a review that said it's like being waterboarded with blue concrete.
0: <laughs> That's the next review I'll take. It.
1: Yeah, well, it's just like saying it's a slog. Yeah, I'm, I'm...
0: it is, it is a slog at times as well. I, I hope they they don't make this. I don't know if these films are going to be, like, epics. You know, they are sci-fi epics. And epics usually are, like, three hours and stuff like that. So. Yeah. But, you know, I'll still see them anyways.
1: Yeah. I just... Wait and see. Wait until, you know, it shouldn't be too long. Wait until, like, the next one comes out and see what happens there. It might be that, you know watching like the, the this film down the line after like all the other ones it makes more sense or you know it just doesn't seem that st- uh, stunted um yeah like uh stunted in its yeah. growth it could it yeah. could age really well i mean only time will tell exactly um anything
0: else you want to say before wrap up?
1: um i've said everything i want to say
0: would you go swimming in the pandora waters
1: Oh, no, no, that like shark thing is like put me off. <laughs> You've
0: seen and, like, shark.
1: That, that, that like kid almost like, um, what do you call it, Like, uh, drowning was like, no, nah. I'm like, no, nah, you're right. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you can drown anywhere in the
1: British oceans. And yeah, the, but it's not full of like monsters.
0: <laughs> the sharks.
1: Yeah. We're not in Britain. I mean, yeah, you bask basking sharks, I guess, but like they you know, they, they're harmless. So like you would first
0: you wouldn't go first swimming in the Pacific Ocean.
1: Oh no, no, no,
0: no. The Mediterranean. Well, you have swam in the Mediterranean. Sea, yeah, so. but
1: like the main the main is like I don't know. Unless you get like jellyfish or something. I mean it's it's not that bad, is it? Yeah,
0: there was jellyfish when we went to Milka.
1: Yeah, so I mean it's like unless you have like jellyfish it's kind of like safe. <laughs> i just hate like i told you before i would never go to the amazon i would never go to like the outback in australia i would never go to like you know the jungles in africa or wherever i would never go there honestly because everything they want to kill you and eat you honestly the worst thing you get in britain is an adder and like you can see a snake when it's coming towards you (laughs) oh god so no, well, I will we... not go to Pandora. <laughs> 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 How are you like, uh maybe. If they if they said, right, oh we we've got, got um, left, you know <laughs> they said, look, we've got budget airlines to Pandora. You can spend a weekend there, you know, you can visit like the forests and shit or like the all the oceans. Would you go there?
0: Well, if I'm gonna be killed, then
1: no. But it's very cheap. It's a cheap holiday. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> just, just to say
0: that being to, to, to Pandora,
1: yeah. Bragging rights, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've been, I've always wanted to go to Pandora. What was it like? And then you go, do
0: you reckon? Do you reckon? Do you know, be a massive, uh, yeah, Twist. that there's a Pandora store in Pandora oh, it's the god necklace
1: stuff, yeah. I'm pretty, didn't they start to like release like avatar like charms and shit from pandora oh god i'm probably, I'm probably thinking of something nope. else actually no nope. <laughs> yeah no you're right like
0: oh <laughs> right, everybody uh thank you for listening to us uh talk about avatar the way of water uh let us know your what you think about this film did you enjoy it? did you not enjoy it what uh are you excited for the you know the avatar 345 and maybe six seven? uh <clears throat> about this episode next week we are going to be starting so uh, starting our kind of etienne jones um films reviews and coming up to you know jones Dial destiny which is starting which is released in july so next week we'll be reviewing uh raiders of the lost ark one of my um one of my favorite films of the 80s i really really enjoy this film so i've got a lot to say um and i hope so, and I uh, hope you all have a good weekend. So, as I said, follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com, Facebook, Twitter, and you can email us and you can follow us and you can listen to this podcast on the many podcasts we're on, including Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, um, and Amazon Music. Uh, and overcast as well. So, yeah, thank you, everybody. Hope you all have a good weekend, and we'll see you on the next Hobby Coffee, Coffee Cast.
1: Bye. About. well that wraps up another episode of the Hoffee coffee cast but before we end me and reese want to thank everyone for listening and if you enjoyed today's episode please be sure to like follow share and review in addition to tell your friends family and fellow nerds and coffee lovers about our content
0: we both enjoyed talking about these topics and with your help we can strive to be bigger and better and bring out much more to our fans and listeners i'm your host reese bolton and i'm your host reese jones and we'll see you on the next Huffy Coffee Cast. Take care and goodbye. Bye.